0: Oh, you. oh! Hi! I know it's Michael, the elephant trainer! Coba Mario was my brother-in-law, remember? him? His great big waistline was so much bigger than mine he was his mouth! Oh, Of course! Actually,
1: I was happy to hear that you later him for good, since we had a big fight and never got along. You see, my sister was to marry this other ball, and he, Mario was a duel! Oh! Well, my sister, Yoo-hoo! I'm unfortunately can cool. I leave well, this job up, up to oh, you? Honestly, just a fiance. Get to work right now! Mm. Ah. Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello. hello everyone my name is jordan d
0: white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business it's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 sailor moon anime talk about why it is that we love it so very much And oh, man. this week this week uh you know sometimes doing this show is a big responsibility jordan yeah we got to be here every week never miss a week ever no matter what per Especially me, personally. Isn't it a burden though? Here. It feels like a real burden. It's a burden, and sometimes I just got to get away from it. You want freedom? I want freedom. I want to be like a balloon, yeah. and I want to steal a bunch of balloons because
1: <laughs> I don't know how money works. <laughs> this episode is fucking mental.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be watching episode one hundred and forty-five, which is called Juban Holiday: The Carefree Princess. And to help us talk about that, we have invited back a very good friend of the show. Emily Gerald is here. Emily, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. How are you guys?
0: Uh, Just confined. Just feeling so trapped. Like a balloon tied to something.
1: (laughs) Uh, Interesting.
0: Um, So... I like how you say interesting when you can't think of anything else to say, and the thing that I have said is clearly not Interesting.
1: I was actually saying interesting to something on the internet, but then I realized I can't talk about that yet because it oh will. Oh my God. <laughs> it's about the person who wrote the episode. Okay. We can talk about it later. Let's talk instead about our guest. Hello.
2: Hello. Welcome back. Uh, thank you.
1: Emily, we asked you last week if you have
0: any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life. Do you have any in the past, say, 10 minutes?
2: Hmm. No. Can't say I do. Uh, well, how about this?
0: When this episode airs, we will be only days away from Musagi's birthday.
2: <gasps> I'm very excited. Anything?
0: I mean, we could. We could. It is,
1: uh, it's It's going to be on a Saturday this year. So perfect time to party. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's the S- International Sailor Moon Day this year is on her birthday. Yeah. It should always be on her birthday. Well, yes. Well, except that, I mean, I, I get in a way I get you want to do it on the weekend um let me let me yeah. well, it's, you know it's a, the government version
0: of sailor moon's birthday always falls on a monday so we can get a long <laughs> weekend
1: the official sailor moon holiday oh right so uh if for those uh of our canadian fans well i guess not all of them because canada is a big place but there is the toronto sailor moon celebration happening on june well wait what on june 16th and 17th you lied to me yeah that's that has happened already it lied to me I typed in International Sailor Moon Day, and it was like, eh. but there are other ones. Let's see. Uh, oh, I'm I got a list here. Uh, let's see what we got. International Sailor Moon Day in Cleveland is is is, is doing a thing. International Sailor Moon Day, Alabama, June thirtieth. Uh, New Orleans.
2: Both Sailor Moon Day, Alabama, and Sailor Moon Day, uh, New Orleans, are equidistant from me, so I could go to either one. I guess. Uh, now, Emily, are you are you uh, preparing? To go to any uh, Sailor Moon Day? I want to, but I haven't been able to go to one before because every time that they've happened, I've had to like work or I've had some other previous engagement. But considering that I am equidistant from two Sailor Moon Days, I kind of have to, I think. I saw... um, This isn't technically related to Sailor Moon Day, but (laughs) uh, yesterday of when we were recording was New Orleans Pride and the Crew de Moon... Uh, went out in their cosplays, and the Sailor Moon cosplay had like a bunch of uh, rainbows in her uniform. It was extremely cute, and everyone should go look at those on Twitter. Ooh, that sounds super fun. It was oh, extremely yeah, good. Month, everybody,
0: oh, yeah. Since we haven't said it yet.
2: Sailor Moon is gay culture, so it is fitting that we celebrate Pride Month.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we should definitely do something for Sailor Moon's birthday this year because we try to here on the show. Maybe that'll be our next episode, will be a Sailor Moon's birthday special. Uh, But I will be otherwise occupied on the date itself. So with that in mind, what do you say we just go ahead and get into the episode?
2: That sounds like a good idea.
0: This week, we are watching uh, episode 146 of Sailor Moon, Juban Holiday, the Carefree Princess. Hey, Jordan. Yeah.
1: What did they call it? Well, yeah, I'll tell you. Bit this time, what do they call it? Well, you're not going to have a shot to guess it, and here's why: because they don't call her a princess. But, but let's see if you might have a guess. If I tell you that they call her a duchess, duchess dilemma. Nope. Duchess disaster. These are these are good options, but on the day uh, when they named it, I think somebody was going. Let's reference a really fun '80s movie.
0: What are you is it is it Duchess Jim Cotta? What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I'm talking about a really fun 80s movie, not Back that one. To the Duchess? Duchess <laughs> Busters? What Jordan? Why don't you have it fit with the plot a little bit more than that? No. <laughs> what does she do in this episode, Chris? Duchess Day Out. You're so close, Duchess's Day Off. How is what fun 80s movie is that? Oh Ferris Bueller. Yes, okay. okay, what? <laughs> what fun 80s movie is that? God
0: you're a real whatever that guy's name is in that movie that i don't particularly
1: care for so i don't cameron hey, yeah. is he cameron oh cameron you don't like ferris bueller oh it's a fun movie i hey, don't dislike it. it's fine i watched it a ton as a kid a ton uh,
0: unsurprising
1: what what does that mean
0: mm, i don't know you figure it out all right so <laughs> no i really don't know what that means <laughs> Uh, this episode originally aired on August twenty sixth, nineteen ninety five. It was written by Megumi Sugihara, who we have seen several times before on the show. The director uh-huh, was uh-huh. Junichi Sato, and the animation director was Miho Shimogasa. And we open with it's
1: festival time. <laughs> oh, we're we're opening already. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: I yeah. love festival
0: episodes. Festival episodes are fun. They're, like this is a very ill defined festival.
1: It, this is just. I think this is just a a celebration of the, of Juban. So it's just like a, a little town town fair, like a, a town festival.
0: It's Juban days.
1: Like we just had, we just had Croton Croton Summerfest uh, a couple of weeks ago. Had a little parade, fried dough, that kind of stuff. Uh,
0: yeah. And so the first actual line of the episode after we get uh, after we get through the the little teaser and the the episode title is a guy on the news saying. We continue with our princess related reports. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So I assume this is just princess news all the time. And that's why Luna and uh, Diana are watching it. Hey, Diana exists. They remembered this time. Speaking of which, this is Princess Di, right? She certainly looks like that is, I was trying to figure out
2: Princess Di. Yeah, I was trying
0: to figure out what her deal like like cause she looks she's drawn just a little bit differently than everybody else, and that's absolutely what it is. I well, mean I don't think she's also supposed
2: to be like she's not Japanese, so that may have been trying to indicate that like she is a foreigner in the country.
1: I mean she doesn't act like Princess Guy, because Princess no, no, Guy no, is no. not a dunce. No,
2: not at all. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: Princess Diana was familiar with capitalism for instance, <laughs> and knew what a balloon was. So, I believe I want to talk about for a second where this princess is from because we we have had other princesses on this show before. We've had Princess D from from the Kingdom of D. I think she was from the Kingdom of Diamonds. I
2: don't know that they ever say that. I think in the
1: manga she's Princess D from the Kingdom of D. I think in the anime she might be Princess Diamond okay because well, what i was gonna say was this princess is from the kingdom of amethyst and i'm going so everyone is rock people in this world <laughs> like even human
0: society is is rock people as soon as she was like yeah i am princess of amethyst sailor moon should have been like "You're fucking dusted nigga trash and
1: <laughs> vaporize her with a tiara
2: Bold of you to assume that Usagi can pick up on patterns. (laughs) I
1: just just, uh, googled Princess D, uh, and according to this uh, from the manga, she's the princess of the D Kingdom or the Diamond Kingdom, the world's largest producer of gemstones.
0: Yeah. Which has now been overtaken in the glorious Amethyst Revolution. Apparently. In which Princess D
1: was put to death. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a dark show. Horrible. Wow. Um, and so her name is Rubina? Rubina, yeah. I, I don't think her name is actually Rubina Amethyst, but I think I like to pretend it is.
0: Uh, it is spelled differently in the Hulu subtitles and the Blu-ray subtitles, by the way. Really? Yeah, the Hulu subtitles spell it with a Y, Rubina. Huh. Like oh. Rubina. And the Blu-ray subtitles spell it with an I. Rubinia.
2: Rubina. Which- Ruby yeah. you know, like yeah No,
1: no, no. Yeah, I think like he these means B Y N A, not not N Y A. Yeah, <laughs> they just switch out
2: the Y and I. Yeah, you know, sometimes Jordan people say things to make a joke and not because it's accurate.
0: Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I've heard. I've heard you on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the cats are watching. Cat dad's not here though. Cat dad's a fucking deadbeat Cats are
1: watching TV.
2: This is actually my favorite scene in the episode. <laughs> Can we talk
0: about how weird Diana's head is?
1: It's a very weird shape this episode, yeah.
0: It's a trapezoid. (laughs) (laughs) With the the largest ears I have seen in my life.
2: Looks a little bit more like the way that Naoko drew the cats in the manga. Just like shape-wise. She looks like a bat.
0: She looks like Batman. Actually, like you can trace this, and it would just be Bruce Timm
1: Batman. That w- that's kind of a thing, actually. Uh, um, when when my cats were when I when Scape was a kitten, his ears were much bigger proportionally. Like like the the kittens have bigger ears proportionally a lot of times.
0: So we learned from the news from Princess News, PNTV, uh, that P- Peace Man. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Ms MSNBP, <laughs> so I'm making myself laugh With these Like objectively stupid jokes uh, We learned that the princess Was supposed to be at a meeting Of some kind, a, a a formal function But she has a cold and will not be able to attend And Diana's like Yeah that's super weird, like in the future Whenever the king and queen have to Attend a formal event, they get sick too But then they're better by the time, the, by the time It's over And Luna justifiably is like okay so the queen does that but the king also does that (laughs) which i thought was pretty funny yeah it's very good i my favorite thing about all the references to neo queen serenity is that she's just usagi yeah like they just put usagi in charge of the world
1: maybe she's like a little
0: bit better at running things but she's fundamentally the same person Yes,
1: yes. I mean, again, you, you, we have those moments where she gets like taken over by like the spirit of maturity, but it's good to know those things don't last.
0: Yeah, she, she's the queen of naps. That's what she is. <laughs> Who really runs the future? Do you think? Luna. You think it's Luna? It's not. It's not. <laughs> boss.
1: Oh no! I guess it's the boss, uh, Artemis. <laughs> he's inside the crystal computer. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to Usagi. Now, listen. This is an unusual thing. I'm on Chibi Yu's side this time.
2: Well, yeah, because okay. she's right.
1: She is actually right. Yeah, she could help carry the groceries. guys. No. So here's the argument. Here's the argument that's happening here. Usagi is really upset because she's carrying a bunch of really heavy groceries, and she is arguing. Yes, as Chris said, that Chibi should help out, and Chibi's going. No. Here's what happened. Here's the situation. Says Chibi, "You blew all of your allowance money." And now you need to carry things to earn more money from your mom. You, you want me to help? And, and Shaggy's like, yeah. And Chibi goes, give me half the money. And she's like, you already have money. And she's like, yeah, you're right, I do. But that's how shit works. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want Chibi
0: somebody to, to do a job, her. you pay them. <laughs> okay. Okay then why is she there? To just just there to gloat. <laughs> yeah, to and gloat she's slash rude. be with her mom. I mean... Mom I'm said like,
2: you had to take me to the store. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, You know what I would do if I was a soggy in this situation? I'd be Let's like, do. guess what? Not having kids. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd be vanishes from existence. Yeah. Get ready to Back to the Future fade out right
1: now if you don't pick up this bag of Kleenex. So they're screaming at each other uh, when all of a sudden a woman... <laughs> A woman very confidently walks into their conversation with like with like weird Shotaro
0: Ishinomori hair, like weird, like uh, looking like a member of uh, of what is it? G-Force
1: Battle of the planets? <laughs> <laughs> like just very boldly walks right into the middle of them and puts her hand in their faces. And when I say in, I mean on. She splats her palm in their faces, holding them apart. And says, uh, hey, stop fighting. It is unbecoming of the two of you.
2: It's not Uh, ladylike. It's not ladylike. Because if we know anything about Usagi and Chibi, it's that they're ladylike.
1: And then she goes, I'll solve this problem for you. A random man walks by. She puts her hand on his face as well. And again, when I say on his face, I don't mean like gently on his cheek. I mean full, flat hand Full middle. Just like front right of up face. on the
2: nose. <laughs> yes.
1: Plap. And yeah. stops him in the street like that and goes, carry these packages, won't you? And then stops the second man with the exact same way and goes, you help. The girls are mortified <laughs> by this yeah. behavior.
2: I it's mean, really obviously. <laughs> it's super weird. <laughs> Is that how she just like interacts with people in her day-to-day life? Okay,
1: spoilers, everybody. That's the princess.
2: No. Yeah, Yeah, but like, okay, I
0: will buy that she is a princess and she's royalty and whatever. And so that's why she doesn't know that she needs to pay for things. But does sure. she just like walk up to, you for know, the, the people who work
1: at the castle? Yep. And, like, put the, like, Hey,
2: that's what I'm saying. Hey,
1: bye, give me breakfast please? <laughs> <laughs> she has to, well, cause they're all bustling around so quickly. She has to really just stop them with that hand to the face. Cause I will say this, it's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to try that. You're going to try that in life. No, because I, I don't want to
0: get murdered, <laughs>
1: <laughs> is the thing. That
0: would be my issue
1: with yeah, this. It. This woman has no fear of murder. Yeah. So so Usagi and Chibi like, run away, going, we're fine. We don't need help. Yeah, we don't need help, you weirdo.
2: <laughs> she is a weirdo. Yeah.
0: So that's when they discover that the, the festival's going on, and they're going to run home, change into their kimonos, and come back. Uh, and also the princess sees that there is a festival going on there as well.
2: So but she decides follows
1: them home. To follow them home instead. Yes. It's super weird. It's a weird fucking episode and it just gets weirder from here. Yeah. Super weird. So Chris, let me ask you a question about this princess. Uh-huh. How old would you say she is? Uh well
0: <laughs> I would say at most like 20 at most too old Ugh. Yes, gross. <laughs> too old for tiger's
1: eye <laughs> he literally looks at a picture of a gorgeous princess and is like Ugh,
2: back at patty's pub
1: yeah back at the pub <laughs> back at patty's exactly <laughs> back at the, yeah jesus uh, he gang. says it multiple times like in case you miss it but don't worry they have someone who specializes in old old women like her <laughs> crones Hawks Eye is like, all right, I'll go for it.
0: Uh, they do clown on her for uh, they put on Tiger's Eye and Hawks Eye put on a little show uh, about how she's faking sick to run off and have fun, which is absolutely true, uh-huh, which uh-huh. is kind of delightful. It's the best thing they've done as people. <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah, yeah, I, yeah I wish yeah. they had more like playful interactions, but they're usually just trying to like one up each other.
0: Yeah, and they're usually. They're usually doing what Tiger's Eye is doing, which is saying they'd be like, she's too old. Where's these other pictures? <laughs> like, <ugh. laughs>
1: it's so bad. Uh but yes, they're right. She 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 ran off and the uh and the uh the kingdom put out a news story that ran on the news that she has a cold.
2: Well, only on the princess news. Right, of course. Yeah, only on PNN.
0: Uh <laughs> She shows up, and she introduced, like, sh- she's very bad at remaining incognito, because she
1: shows up and goes, hi, I'm Rubina. <laughs> it's just a name, Chris, man. What's in a name? What's does a Rubina does? She's also, like, a fucking puppy, because, again, she followed them home. Literally, she saw the, the, the festival and was like, oh, that looks like fun. Did not go to it. Followed these two random girls home and stood outside their house and then just stood there.
2: Just stood there while they got dressed.
1: Yeah. And then she's just like, okay, so nice to meet you. Anyway, go ahead, go. Go go ahead. And they're like, what the fuck?
2: You know, like, her behavior is so bizarre. Like yeah. I get being a little like out of place, but like it's just she just acts so strange. Yeah,
0: she doesn't act sheltered is the thing. Like she doesn't act naive. She acts fucking weird.
1: <laughs> I guess so did Princess D, though, right? Like no, his I guess mean, princesses are weird. Not really. No? And, and once she took off her glasses, she was beautiful. <laughs> of course. That's a good point. Good point. I mean, I mean, like, even if if the idea here, even if her idea was I don't know how to go around in regular society, so I'm just gonna pick a person and follow them, why wouldn't you pick a person at the festival you want to go to instead of, oh geez, I hope these girls go back to the festival because that's where I want to go, but I'm committed to following them yeah and it's not like she doesn't speak japanese right you know? oh she does fluent she she communicates with
0: everyone that she runs into and nobody's ever like you know oh she sounds weird it's not like when usagi tries to speak
1: english not only that but there's a scene later where people from the amethyst kingdom are talking to other people from the amethyst kingdom in private and they all speak completely fluent japanese the entire time
0: yeah i mean again that is a function of this being a show for babies as yes well. <laughs> Like there is no indication that she would not be able to just go to the festival and be no. like, "Hey, can I get a banana?" Can no I get some candy.
1: No, but Chris couldn't. Couldn't the the Amethyst Kingdom people be sitting there going, "Hello, how are you today?" Like they did in that one episode. Uh, love that. Love that.
2: <laughs> well, there is one scene while she's at the festival where it seems like she's having trouble understanding a guy speaking to her because she asks him to slow down.
1: That's true. That's true.
2: Yeah, but she but she can't speak the language. Yeah,
1: Diana's the only one who spots it, and she immediately goes, "That's Princess." Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, Usagi and Chibi have been at the grocery store, so so they're not watching the news. That's true. So they get to the festival. Yes, they're having a, a lovely montage.
2: Their outfits are so cute.
1: Yes, are they shooting at chocolate milk? What What is this chocolate, chocolate milk shooting
2: game? No, it's it's just like a
1: pop gun game where you're shooting for the prize. Right, but I think the thing they shot is chocolate milk. <laughs> is it a bottle it's a little box of chocolate milk oh
0: well yeah it's very weird yeah t- t- you gotta shoot something that dude's leaning way over too uh, yeah also diana's getting super close to everybody like way up in everybody's personal space the dude got Ru- Ru- the Ru- popcorn rubina. Game, she is like rubina. Uh, oh that's right rubina sorry <laughs> sorry
2: definitely not princess diana <laughs> yeah
0: this
1: is a real uh ecstatic situation we're in here <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah talk about the the, how she leans over the pop gun guy yeah this guy is leaning
0: over to shoot at the pop gun game and she's like leaning over his arm
1: and he's got like the embarrassment uh flush on his face and that's almost nothing compared to the 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 what's it fucking called cotton candy guy yeah she's she's standing across from the cotton candy guy going oh so i can eat this cotton that's crazy she goes goes, can i eat this cotton can I rip this cotton? This sweet, sweet cotton. Because you, you ever, you ever, you ever be at like a like a, a fabric a, store, a fabric and store? you see cotton, and you're like, oh, I just wish I could eat that.
2: I don't even like cotton candy. It's not that good. It's fine.
1: It's fine. Anyway, so he's the police, and and so then she like ducks behind the cotton candy guy, and like again. Like presses herself up against his back and like has her hands on him, and he's very much blushing. Like, oh and then causes his, uh... him
2: to destroy his own
0: booth. <laughs> yes, he, it looks. I mean, there's a he gets a weird look on his face, like as she's leaning up against him, and the cotton candy is expanding. That I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> I didn't draw it. It's oh, all no. true. Uh,
0: it's worth noting that in the scene, though, that there is um there are a bunch of prizes, like little um. I don't know what they're supposed to be, but they're they've got pictures of of characters on them, and so we've got uh, we've got Shinchan, who we've seen cool. references to before. Oh yeah, there he is. Yeah, uh, we've got a a Super Sentai guy of some kind that looks like the original, uh, Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger. We've got an off model Doraemon, which is the most accurate thing. Uh, having having grown up going to the South Carolina State Fair, you're gonna see some off model anime. Yep, uh, and we also have some Sailor V merchandise.
1: And that actually says Sailor V. Like, that yeah. one's official.
0: That one, that one is is legit. Pretty funny.
1: Usagi is doing a game where you try to, like, pick up a water balloon or something.
2: Oh, I think maybe those were bags of cotton candy or something. Were they? With the, with the characters on them.
1: Oh, oh maybe oh, so. Maybe so.
0: Yeah, this is a game where you're trying to pull something out of a, a little pool and the string breaks.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Rubina disappears, and the cotton candy dude just
1: cotton <laughs> candies all over the place. Oh, <laughs> listen, that's disgusting. But you're not wrong at all. I'm like the look on his wrong face wrong. is disgusting. It's disgusting. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> okay, no, and this is a, this is an important point though too because my wife brought this up, and then I was like, yeah, that's a good point. They're like, oh no, we have to find her. No, you don't. <laughs> She's an adult woman. <laughs> I mean, listen, it turns out they, sh- they do have to find her because she has no clue how to live a life. But usually an adult woman can just go off and do stuff. Two children don't have to take care of her.
2: Well, Yusa has spent enough time around Usagi that she knows what a princess <laughs> we don't know what she's doing looks like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all true. We then get a kid having a, t- a kid with a mullet a kid with a wicked mullet having a real tantrum
0: yeah yeah uh and the the thing that's funny about this he's awful he's a terrible child (laughs) (laughs) unquivocably terrible he's screaming at his mother buy this for me she's holding fast but i love that the guy selling the balloons is like tears streaming down his face like like It's like, yeah, kid, you almost got her. I need that. I need that 50 yen that I'm about to get from this balloon sale.
1: (laughs) Well, the thing is, she really, she really relates to that kid, man, because she flashes from his screaming to her being like.
2: The classic word being said by someone else reminds a character of a previous interaction where they also heard that same word.
1: Yeah. And this scene is just a very polite, you know, again, everybody dressed to the nines in going like, oh man, I wish I was free. Well, you cannot, you cannot be selfish. You know, you live this life for the good of your country. And that brings me to one thing I want to talk about about this episode, which is, I feel like this episode really comes down on the side of, yeah, she has to go back and serve her people as a princess. And I'm sitting here going, really. Like, that's the, that's the, and I, again, I understand in this specific instance, she's a clueless dunce who would die if she didn't go back. <laughs> but, like, generally speaking, I feel like, no, she should be able to do what she wants. And if that destroys the monarchy of her country, I'm kind of okay with that. Maybe they should have a, a an election.
0: Fucking, we got fucking October revolution
1: uh jordan d white over here oh because chris you know what you know what's a better jordan idea d. Bolshevik. This, this dunce gets to be queen someday how about that that's a great idea
2: well i mean
0: so does your soggy yeah it's not gonna matter there's gonna be a
1: new dunce queen <laughs> in, <the entire laughs> universe in like two years it's honestly making me question the entire the entire thing do i really want sailor moon to rule the universe and i don't know now i don't know
0: it's unbelievable. Why are you on the show? Why are you even here? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you, you know what's really working out well these days is elections. Elections have <laughs> never, ever gone wrong. End democracy. God. End democracy now. Please return us to moon based monarchy. I'm craving it by all means.
1: I mean, isn't Sailor Moon just another example of might makes right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> and we like that now. Okay,
0: well, here's the thing: I like <laughs> Princess Princess Rabina. Like, I wish we had some details on what she was going to do, because all we know that she's going to do is have a meeting of some kind, a a state function of some kind. Like, yeah, go negotiate the trade deal with Japan, please. Then maybe we could
1: hit the street fair after. Uh, But it's but uh, it's certainly not that, Chris, because you'd have to know what money was to understand that. That's true. Like again, I don't know that I trust her to negotiate any kind of anything. I'm sure she's here for a purely superficial reason and it's fine that she ran off.
2: She's probably just
1: a figurehead. Yes. Yeah. And and but, and at which point I say, let her take her bazillion dollars and run off then.
0: Yeah, I have uh, a no sympathy for someone who has never had to even consider the existence of money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rubina, get back to work. That's what Chris says. Okay. Meanwhile, this kid is 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 boiling red. Awful little goblin. He's saying, "Buy me a balloon," and so she just grabs a balloon and hands it to him. Rubina does. Yeah. Uh, And then she goes, "Freedom," (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: because that's actually not
1: what any of those words mean. (laughs) I mean, well, Chris, that you know, it is free. Uh, Except it's not. Wait, what? So all the other kids start
0: walking up, and they're like, they want balloons, and so she just starts handing out balloons. As this poor balloon dude, who is you know, who's a weirdo himself, and was encouraging this child to be a awful little monster.
2: In the dub, Um, he says to these kids, "You kids got money." Yeah,
1: yeah, it's great. Oh, and then she accidentally lets a balloon go. And that's That's the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. Yeah.
2: Like a plastic bag blowing in the wind. (laughs) 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 And
0: and you know what's the weirdest thing? What? It gets the Sailor Uranus and Neptune music.
1: Oh, yeah. It gets the watercolors and (laughs)
0: ooh. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I was real horny for this balloon. (laughs) Just so horny. You're disgusting. So So that's when the balloon guy is finally like, hey, can you maybe pay for all the things that you're literally stealing right in front of me? Pay? And she's like, she's like, yeah, I don't know what that is. So then she takes a balloon and hands it to him. Yeah. And he starts screaming at her pretty. I I mean, look, he's very aggressive. He does try to punch her in the face, which is a little. it's,
2: It's a lot. I feel like he's justified in yelling, but then he does take it too far. Right,
1: right, exactly. Yell all you want. uh, Call the authorities. I'm sure there's, we know there are cops nearby. We just saw her avoiding them. Yeah. That would be a perfect Uh, thing to do.
0: And then Hawkeye shows up, stops her from getting punched in the face, and then goes, In the real world, you need money to buy things. Princess Rubina.
2: And she freaks the fuck out. Yeah.
1: Then one of my favorite things happens. Cause okay, so oh, well, first of all, first uh, before that, actually, she she hits him with the balloons, which releases a zillion balloons into the air, um, which is even more freedom than ever seen before ever. It's like the American Revolution all over again. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but then the uh,
0: the balloon guy. <laughs> it's it's like the last act of Hamilton up in this piece.
1: <laughs> <laughs> balloon man. Hits Hawkeye over the head with the helium tank. Which would kill him. <laughs> He's dead now. It's an act of murder in front of a crowd of children. And in fact, uh, a, a cute little uh, balloon. <laughs> I haven't paused right now by accident on the shot of him getting hit. A cute balloon pops up showing an adorable skull getting cracked into bits. Oh my god. While Hawkeye's eyes bulge out of his head. <laughs> yeah uh i also like her she
0: she goes i am free like these balloons and like sweeps her <laughs> arm to the side and everybody starts clapping it's very good it's very very bad wait make up your mind man no it's both oh. it's both uh so yeah Hawkseye's dead so that's the end of the episode
1: this balloon guy is a murderer yeah in front of children? Like, applauding children, although they probably stop applauding once he murders the guy.
0: Uh, it does leave a tank-shaped impression in his hair, which is very funny. Uh, and then he tries to pay for all the balloons with a, what is
1: it, a 1,000 yen bill?
2: Isn't that like $10? It's 10 bucks, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's a 10 spot. How much do you think a balloon costs at a festival nowadays?
0: Uh, I mean... i mean i I was
1: just at a street fair and i didn't price the balloons unfortunately that's because you hate freedom no honestly i thought about getting they actually had an inflatable spider man and i really thought about getting it for darian and then i was like he he doesn't understand things yet like i i like this happens every year i'll buy him one when he's a little bit older but i almost did i came very close
0: well i don't know how much a balloon costs jordan i'm
1: sorry me neither
0: So he then gets clocked. I'll tell you what, uh, the 50,000 balloons that were released cost more than 1,000 yen. Sure. So we know that. We can work backwards from there. (laughs) Uh, And that's when we get into our act break.
1: Hey, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, If people like the show, Uh uh do you like the show? Me? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, wait, you mean seller business or seller moon?
0: Yeah, this show.
1: Oh. The one we do. Yeah, I yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, okay, you guess so. Thanks. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, of buddy. course I like the show I do. Of course I do. Oh, okay. I even like it when I'm not on it and it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> so you like the best episode. Oh, oh, oh. We'll see.
0: Well, if there are people out there listening who also like the show, is there like a way that they can support us a little bit? You know, there give is give a little back for for all the all the laughs and
1: fun times and saying we're horny for balloons <laughs> that we've gotten at the show? You know, they're actually there though you you joke, but there is Chris. <laughs> and what it is is um they can go to a site called Patreon at patreon.com slash sailor business. You can sign up and you can uh, become a patron of our show for as little as a dollar a month and for as much as $60,000 a month. Um, and it is a very nice thing to do. It helps us out. It helps us uh, live our lives and make this show every day. And uh, there are a couple levels you can, you can uh, subscribe at for a dollar. You're just a, a regular subscriber. you help us out. We love you. We thank you for, f- I think $5. You get the uh, every once in a while behind the scenes uh, bonus cut, Content, which is often me calling Chris a piece of shit, most of yeah, the time, like often like half of it, I think, very often. But um, but don't you want to hear that? And second, no, uh,
0: no I don't, well, Chris. Actually. Chris, you're
1: supposed to be selling this. We're supposed to be selling this.
0: I mean, look, there's also me making extremely funny jokes. Mm. Why do we cut the extremely funny jokes? Because we, because look, we love all our <laughs> listeners, but we
1: love some of them more. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look, the carrot and the stick, my man. <laughs> The other thing is, uh, for fifteen dollars a month, you can have you, me, yes, you, a sailor business pin. Now, do you have one?
2: I do. I love it. It's great, right? Yeah.
1: It's a it's a tennis ball sailor moon. Uh, uh who who drew it for us, Chris? uh that was designed by katie Donnelly. it's adorable it's so great um very regularly we get people saying that they were wearing it and uh and got nice comments on it or 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 another sailor business fan recognized them because of it which is awesome that is currently our pin we're actually we're we're working on the planning stages of our next pin
2: i can't wait
1: it's so hard to decide it is like chris i want to just do us another sailor moon one i
0: know you do But we also have another show here in this little uh, family of podcasts. I
1: I know. Let's just do two pins. All right. (laughs) I'm kidding.
0: Uh, Fine. You know what? You know what your job is now? Get Uh, these pins going. Nah. Get these two pins going. Nah. Uh, uh,
1: Yes, Chris, I will get both of them going. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh we have no new Patreon backers to thank this week, but we do want to give a special shout out and a thank you to everyone who kicks in anything. Uh whether it's whether it's forty-seven thousand dollars a month, whether it's uh just a dollar every every uh month or so, then we love you all and appreciate all the support that you
1: give us here. Uh Jordan, let's yeah. do a Twitter question before we go back in. Of course we should. We got a whole batch of them. Um Jason Ibrahim wants to know, do you think Ray ever talks to her ravens like they're dogs? Yes. Like being like like get off the couch. <laughs> like you're not <laughs> supposed to be on the couch. Oh, who's a good bird. Yeah, I was going to say that's the first thing you think of when you think of talking to a dog. Jesus.
0: I'm not really a pet owner.
1: Yes, I think more 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 what more what she was saying like, "Oh, look at the little birdies."
2: I think uh, she does, but she would never let anyone else hear it.
1: Oh, she would be so embarrassed. Uh, agreed. Like, if that was on YouTube or something, she would be super embarrassed. Mike Donahue wants to know, if the Outer Senshi are X-Force, are the Sailor Stars ecstatics? Maybe they are, but we'll talk more about that when we get to stars. Keep that in mind, Chris. Okay. Ecstatics. Okay. Um, Sailor Wentz wants to know, which Senshi would make the best stand-up comedy special? (laughs) (laughs) Mina. Mina. Wait, 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 wait. Are we giving Mina credit for being funny on purpose now? Well, no, it's really process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely not, Amy.
2: Well, I think Mina would be funny, just maybe not necessarily in all the ways that she intends.
1: <laughs> I guess she did do that speech that one time, and people really liked it when she was trying out for that show. Mm-hmm. When she went up against Mamet in that like talent contest or beauty pageant or whatever the hell it was.
2: I feel like Ray could also tell some good jokes, but she'd be more of like a mean comic.
1: She would really overproduce it. Oh, definitely. Usagi would not do a good job. I'm sorry, no. Usagi. She's just not that kind of funny. Um, speaking of Usagi, uh, Alexander John wants to know: Neo Serenity, ne- I'm sorry, Neo Queen Serenity has established a rule. What is her first edict? Does she create new holidays, like for example, World Eat and Sleep Day?
0: Uh, look, I live every day like it's World Eat and Sleep Day. <laughs> you keep it in your heart all year? Keep it in my heart all the year round. You there, what day is it? <laughs> obviously, obviously, um, Usagi Day. Uh, Neo Queen Serenity Day is June 30th.
1: Okay, all right, fair.
2: It would probably just be Serenity Day so that like it could be it's for been- all of the hey. serenities that have come and gone. No, I think she
0: specifically says it's it's Neo Queen Serenity Day, so the Chibius <laughs> doesn't get involved. Like, just be like, no, 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 no. I know it's both of our birthdays, but the holiday
1: is mine. You can't have it. Oh, and guess what? I'm never gonna die.
2: Uh, Neo Queen Serenity isn't as mean. <laughs> Neo Queen Serenity sent her child a thousand
0: years in the past because she was tired of dealing with her. So.
2: I didn't say she wasn't dumb. I said she wasn't
1: mean. <laughs> Man, I'm just realizing that Chibi, Chibi's in a real uh, uh, Prince Charles situation where she's never going to get to be queen. Yeah, yeah. What a bummer for her.
0: Uh, surely we have holidays for all the, at least the inner century. Math day.
2: Or maybe it's just like their birthday is like an official holiday.
1: I, I mean, I feel like I feel like she's going to go old school and make them all feast. Like it's the feast of this and the feast of that and the feast of that other thing, because she's going to be oh. like, I want a feast every single time. Good
0: queen Serenity <laughs> went out on the feast of me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, good, good point. And so uh, but also what is her first edict, you think, as queen?
0: Hmm. I don't know. Day off? <laughs> you taking a day? <laughs> so, <like, Corey> <laughs> we cool. I'm taking personal day, everybody. <laughs> Probably that seems likely. Uh, all all mouthy cats get locked up
1: forever. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> terrible. They step out of line. Hey, uh, Elizabeth wants to know uh, what kind of Tumblr blog would each of the Senshi have? Oh uh, well, uh, Mina's is total fandom like absolutely like absolutely
0: Absolutely. like weird incomprehensible memes
2: (laughs) makoto's is all recipes
0: yeah ray has ray has one that's like welcome to my twisted mind that hasn't been updated since 2014
2: (laughs) (laughs) that or she would have an aesthetic blog does anybody have a math
1: tumblr does such a thing exist i'm going to tumblr Look, and we it. found
2: out when i said does anybody do a math
0: podcast we found out there are a lot of math podcasts
1: i'm just i'm just typing in math on tumblr and seeing what comes up yeah, recreational mathematician uh the math kid uh math blab a blob a blog to appreciate math and science so yes amy has a math blog i think makoto has a recipe blog but you
0: know how like whenever you go look for a recipe online there's always like a fucking novella attached to it like it's like here's how you make like like how do, like I type in how do i make macaroni and cheese and then i get a site that's like the smell of cheese always reminds me of the winters i spent in vermont grandma was a, a fur trapper and like and it's like i'm like tell me how much milk i need please but uh Makoto's is like that, except it's all like the smell of macaroni and cheese always reminds me of my old senpai.
2: Oh, I think Ami's would have study tips. Oh, sure. Yusagi's is like a
1: hundred percent retumbles. There's nothing original ever posted, right? Yeah. And Her blog like, has
2: no theme.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's whatever
2: just, she likes.
1: Yeah. She she just was like, Oh good. I'll reshare that. Yeah. It's it's updated
0: forty seven thousand times a day. <laughs>
2: No cue, just whenever she feels like it.
1: Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, these are all good answers, and I and I believe they're all accurate as well. Yeah. Hey, Ali Brinkin wants to know: uh, does, Makoto, does Makoto cater Usagi's wedding, and what's on the menu?
0: It's it's weird to make your friends work your wedding. <laughs>
1: That's true. That's fair. Actually,
0: there was a time when I thought I might have to get uh, Allie Stock to take pictures at the wedding. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't so that she could actually enjoy it
1: oh that's nice of you
0: but yeah maybe i don't know
1: i think i think it's all you can eat cake buffet oh and they're just like there's no dinner it's just cake just cake <laughs> oh jesus one big cake for the two of them but then everybody gets unlimited cakes no i i yes i get that i just am like i don't know if i want to go to that wedding what
2: yeah i'm not i like cake but i don't know that i would want to eat it for like the whole meal i wish you
0: could
1: see my face now it's just a mask (laughs) of incompetence i
2: heard it i heard it through the silence so Uh,
1: so so you would prefer to eat cake instead of a meal
0: uh i mean not every night but like it's a special occasion a special occasion oh jesus all right back to the show yep As the sun goes down over this beautiful watercolor cityscape, I love the backgrounds. And Sailor oh, Moon, they're so pretty. They're
2: so oh. good.
1: What's that blog? What's that Tumblr? Speaking of tumblers,
0: uh, is it just? I think it's just Sailor Moon backgrounds. <laughs>
1: there you go.
0: <laughs> Who would have the hyper specific Tumblr like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, oh, that might be that might be Ami's. Amis would just be like, Ami's would just be like. Rocks that weigh exactly thirty six uh, grams. <laughs> <laughs> I like rocks.
1: See, the problem is that I think the Sailor the Sailor Moon characters all have like. I feel like yes, a lot of them have one thing they like, but then they also have like five other things that you find out. Oh, turns out they're super passionate about that too. Yeah, swimming and and Chess, ice skating and ice ga- yeah. skating Yeah, like or especially if you're Sailor Uranus and Neptune, where they're all good at like fifty things each. Yeah.
2: Well, that's because they're the best.
1: That's, there you go. <laughs>
2: <No>. So Rubina. <laughs> just,
0: just Pluto. Sorry, Pluto who's good at n- nothing. Maybe Pluto's <laughs> the one who just has the constantly updated no theme one because she's <laughs> always awake and is always uh, like, can't go anywhere. <laughs> right. No,
2: uh, Pluto's blog is like all sad posts, like those uh, like aesthetic text posts about things uh, I'm tired
0: of, fake friends, being hurt. Oh, kings
2: that don't love me back oh
1: uh
0: so princess Ravina's out and about and then we get hey artemis exists <laughs> i haven't seen him in a while uh the three cats poke their heads around a corner where they are joined by memoruchiba that's right it's, t- <laughs> it's, it's torpedo torpedo. <laughs> no it's not he's in casual dress that's right Uh, Which, unfortunately, is like normal human clothes and not what he usually wears.
1: No, he's wearing very sensible clothes in this one.
0: Yeah. Uh, And he's like, hey,
1: why don't you go do your fucking job? Because, (laughs) again, this is where I really started disagreeing with the episode. Because, yeah, Memoru's speech to her is treated as like, okay, we're all having some fun, but here's the real deal. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This is a woman who was born into a leadership role of a country like we should not be going yeah she has a responsibility no she she's her responsibility is to fucking stop that shit Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm.
2: because this is a show that is as always very (laughs) anti-monarchy yeah i
0: feel like i feel like memory could be like yeah you know what i did one time because of my duty to the future uh I got a stabbed with a giant crystal, not one time, a few times <laughs> several times, actually, yeah, so until you had a gaping stalactite hole in your chest, maybe
1: maybe suck it up, go to the trade meeting uh, I see again, I'm and also just the way that she's like uh, she wants to be free, like
2: well, as we established previously in the episode, Mamaru always goes to his trade meetings, yes
0: yeah she she asks uh rubina asks usagi hey is he always around and it's like Meh, when he's not busy
2: there is this weird thread in this episode of like her being all blushy at tuxedo mask that never comes back like nothing happens with it she just like it keeps happening and then there's no resolution for that
0: yeah uh also i don't know if this is just a function of the subtitles on hulu but he mispronounces her name he calls her rubino (laughs) it's <laughs> probably just the
1: subtitles. Maybe he's just thinking of the Rubenys, that great power pop band. I think, I think that, I think that the reason she's blushing is because, again, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a part of them treating this as like the, the like emotional core of the episode, of hit that. Oh, this guy comes in and he actually has real insight into her and 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 what is going on with her and and in the same way that in the previous episode they had we had that fucking stupid Chibi Yusa. Hey, why don't you just try? Um, but they also had all that stuff where she, where she was going, like, but when you dance, it just just brings joy. And it was like that's the that's the like moment where the person speaks truth, and that's that's what I think they're trying to say is happening here, and that's like getting into her heart, and that's what gives her the blush.
0: Uh, at this point, the cats are really worried that uh, Rubina is going to think everyone in Japan is like Usagi. <laughs> <laughs> and, and- Mamoru, her destined moon lover, essentially her husband, yes, is like, awful. Yeah, that would suck. It's like fuck you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> do, no.
2: Do I mean, look, you. he loves Usagi, but he knows that she's not representative of an average person.
1: No, I know, but I'm but I'm I'm unfortunately with Chris on fuck you, bro. Mamoru, in this time. Because again, normally I'm against Chibi and pro Mamoru, but Jesus. This episode is, is making it difficult because, yeah, he's just so like, honestly, if you're if you're in love with and marrying someone and you're like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, what's wrong with them all the goddamn time? That's terrible.
2: And last episode, he called her fat.
1: Yes, he did. Yes, yeah. he did.
2: Yeah. uh Here's the thing. That guy sucks
0: and has sucked for 146 episodes. Thank, thank you for catching up,
1: Jordan. I don't think he sucked every episode until now, but I don't think he's- That's why we way. know who the real
2: Miracle Romance is. Yeah. Yeah. Chibi and the horse. So,
0: so Rubina and the Usagi's go and watch the
1: fireworks. Oh, wait, wait, no. But well, let's yeah, again. Wait, I want to get I want to get into the shitty the shitty scene about uh with Chibi and Momoru at the end here where they're talking about going back to the festival and he goes, "Next time uh next time there's a festival, anything you want, my treat." And uh Usagi starts flipping out. Whoa! and chibi is like you're not supposed to give children whatever they want and memora's like yeah you're right you're smart
2: (laughs) (laughs) and it's like oh fuck you yeah chibi's an asshole
0: (laughs) so they watch the fireworks and and they have some very boring talk
2: (laughs) I really like this scene where uh, like, Rubina is standing there and you can clearly see like a silhouette behind her and then like the firework flash happens and you see uh, Hawke's eye illuminated. Yeah. I feel like that was a really good choice for animation.
1: It was. That is a really good part. Yeah, he, st- he immediately starts creeping on her. A momentary flash cannot compare with your beauty.
2: Because he's a creep.
1: Yeah, he really, really yeah. is. What the hell is he doing here? Ugh, he doesn't belong here. He doesn't belong I
2: love here. his green shorts.
1: I don't know how. I, I, I want to know what happens here. Because so he says that creepy thing to her, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're gone. And next time you see her, she's like backed up against a fence like a minute later. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, they've gone to like the basketball court. So then he just but then he immediately gives up. Like he, he doesn't even really try seducing her. He just is like, I'm doing this. One, two, three. Let's let's go.
0: Uh so Usagi hears her yelling uh and she shows up. I mean look, again, you know how this part goes. We get the transformation, we get uh peeking in the the mirror. Oh no, the thing's not here. Uh but then you know how sometimes we get monsters <laughs> that are related to previous monsters?
1: Well, I can think of one time when that happened.
0: Uh-huh. And it was it was the the balloon. It's only ever monsters that are just objects. <laughs> Which is weird. I think it's only just these balloon
2: creatures.
0: Yeah, it really is. It's super weird. So we get, uh, out of the shadow, when Hawksai summons his limerus. we get an elephant. A big ol' elephant. That's not the monster. What the monster (laughs) is, is the ball that the elephant is standing on, which has a weird face, uh, whose name is... Well, it's not standing on it yet. Th- that's right. First, the ball is on top of the elephant and introduces itself as Elefonko, the ball riding elephant trainer.
1: Elefonko is great. This is insane. Again, okay. as I said last episode, the people writing the monster fights are writing parody monster fights now. Yeah, they are now just doing it for them. <laughs> uh, so we find
0: out that Gumu Mario, who is the previous ball monster, was her brother in law. Which raises questions, <laughs> which means one of them is married. <laughs> I want to know who. I want to see the the spouse of the ball monster. And then uh, she talks about how she's super strong. Oh, she also, also like, yeah, remember my brother-in-law that you killed? And he's like, yeah, kinda, which is perfect.
1: <laughs> and also she was kind of happy when he died.
0: Yeah, she's like, yeah, we never really got along. Uh, and she also get, refers to Usagi killing him as going stage out. Yep. So they know. <laughs> they know. It's like, such a weird scene. Uh, Yeah, when, when he got refreshed, when
1: he got stage outed. And she's going on about this for so long that Hawksai is sitting there trying to get in a word edgewise and not able to. Going, hey, hey, I'm just, hey, I'm going to leave. I'm going to, hey, hey. And she won't stop, stop talking. He has to knock her over with a stick. Yeah, he starts poking her with a stick <laughs> to, to
0: get her to hurry up and like be a villain. Because she starts talking about Puko the balloon lady.
2: She's about to go through her whole family history. Yeah.
1: So, uh, So finally, she gets the elephant on top of her.
2: I love yeah. the look on that elephant's face.
1: She's so strong that this
0: giant elephant can stand on top of her. Uh, and she won't break she does look like she is visibly straining and the though, music is, which warping. is again yeah I love this fight uh and then she's like uh, it's like okay and then it she, breaks. she breaks she breaks <laughs> and she breaks <laughs> then she starts rolling Edai and Chibiusa who land on top of her and then they have to like run to keep the ball rolling and then the best part Huxai tries to leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hawkside tries to leave, but the elephant is in his little backflip portal, and so he can't get through <laughs> for a minute. The
1: elephant is stuck halfway through. It's so funny.
2: And he just yells, big butt!
1: So, she, so Yusagi and Chibi are on top of this ball, keeping their balance amazingly well, running on top of the ball. But the ball is heading straight for Princess Rubina. They're going to kill Princess Rubina by accident. So, mm-hmm. man, somebody's got to save this them. This
2: is the best part. <laughs>
1: And so, oh, no worries. In comes a rose. Tuxedo mask has arrived. Great, he fucking says. Great. What does he say? Um,
2: I'm sorry, you skipped over the part where they immediately run over the rose, which is so fucking yeah. funny. Oh no, no the I, he thing. gets
1: cut off. It, he starts saying a thing, and then he gets cut off yeah, because the he starts giving his speech, rose.
0: and then they. They, like he's like a lovely young lady and then she rolls over to the thing he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like like that's what tuxedo mask actually instead of just being like now sailor moon is like no i'm going to fight this thing <laughs> he uses his extendo cane <laughs> he uses his Extendo. this is this episode is the best and worst of tuxedo Mask of torpedo ass
1: oh, god damn it <laughs> he uses his extendo cane like a pull cue knocks her knocks her over into the side and And that at which point the 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 Sailor Moons don't even need to be told. Now Sailor Moon, they get their shit together and they do it. No,
0: they do. He does. He Uh, says now, and he says now because then they're getting up and they're like, "Okay, (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, please, Pegasus, protect everyone's dream." Moon Gorgeous meditation. Now, Chris, Uh, I think it's very important that you talk about what happens to the ball after the yell okay why is it sexy though <laughs> <laughs> because all the monsters are sexy but why
0: why does this one get sexy for a minute like for five seconds I, I blame Ikahara happens, it's a joke yeah because the the ball monster grows a sexy body her head is still half a ball that is much larger than her body but she's got a weird sexy body and then she's like yeah now it's my true oh shit <laughs> and then she gets stage outed. she gets she gets vaporized by insane down. in fact
1: i'm i'm i have to make the decision you guys can help uh do i make the screenshot for the episode her weird sexy body with a half ball head or do i make it uh the uh the picture of uh Eye getting beat over the skull and getting his skulls fractured <laughs> i both don't know good. like
0: I, I think it's got to be the monster
2: i'm a big fan of okay. the
0: monster this in isolation is quite possibly the best Monster of the Week fight Holy in Sailor Moon history. Cause it it's really so good. fucking it's... weird. <laughs> and like like Tuxedo Mask getting interrupted. Nobody interrupts the speech. Nobody ever interrupts
1: the speeches. That it was pretty funny.
2: Hongside's face is really good, but that you just can't beat that, that sexy, sexy body. Her? Why? she's a ballerina
1: fashion corner. Fashion corner.
2: well, okay. she's got um, this is not <laughs> a leotard. This is uh parts of a leotard specifically covering uh her boobs and her uh nether regions with a giant cutout over most of her torso and only like the part that's on her boobs is like a it looks like a shell, like a swirly shell. And then,
1: yeah, it's weird. She's got
2: these look like knee highs, but with like just a diamond part above it that is sticking to her somehow. And then, orange ballet shoes point yeah, shoes, orange toe shoes. Yeah.
0: So weird. Why?
1: They were left over from last episode.
0: Yeah, it's, it's literally like they were left over from last episode. What she
2: doesn't mention is that the Nutcracker monster was also her brother-in-law. <laughs>
0: her other brother-in-law. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the monster done with uh, Princess Rubina goes back to the United Nations, I guess. Yeah, I don't know.
2: No, they say that she's staying at a hotel.
0: Oh is right, this, right! Is this right. an international hotel then? Because it's got all
2: the flags outside. It's probably a special hotel for like international guests. Yeah.
1: So. Oh, but but I went. But but I about the monster. I do want to mention. I I thought. I thought maybe maybe the monster's only like halfway through her transformation, but she definitely keeps the half giant ball head for the entire stage out situation. And don't forget, Chris, her going. Am I getting staged out? Yeah. She go, oh, am I getting staged out? <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> am I doing a stage out? <laughs> so weird. I
0: love it. I love it. Uh, So yeah, Rubina goes back to her hotel. She's going to take some responsibility for once her damn life. Uh, Sorry, not a
1: fan. She should get to be free. Like a balloon yes. that you stole. <laughs> yes, she should be able to fly until she explodes and then falls to the ground. Yes. Yeah. Wow, you got way darker than I did.
2: <laughs> that's how balloons work? I don't know. It's the Amethystian dream.
0: <laughs> and that's it. She walks back to her hotel. They drop her off like two blocks away. Two
1: blocks to walk. It's her choice. She's free, Chris. <laughs> oh, she's uh, free. Memo has another car. That's not his normal car. Yeah, he's got a little Porsche. Damn.
2: Well, he yeah. does have infinite money from his uh, dead parents.
1: Gotta love that dead parent money. So, that's that. As far as that goes, that's
0: the end of that episode. I guess now we talk about what we learned. Uh, Emily, we will start with you. What did you learn from this very weird episode of Sailor Moon?
2: I learned that if you scream at your mom enough, a random lady will come around and just give you whatever it is that you wanted in the first place.
1: (laughs) It's very true. I learned that... Uh, listen, you don't have any say in what you do In life, just give in And make no effort To be what you want to be How about you, Chris? Uh, why is it Sexy, though? <laughs> that's not that's the opposite of learning. i didn't <laughs> learn i wanted to i kind of wanted to learn i don't know if i really wanted to learn but that's what i wanted to learn and i did not learn why is it sexy though every monster is sexy have we ever had a non-sexy monster that sounds like you're you're being very affirming right now you're like hey every monster is sexy <laughs> has there ever been a non-sexy sailor moon monster can you think of one yes what i don't know i don't know let me
2: think superfluous sexy female bodies is a uh konohiku ikohara trademark that
1: that is that is even the even the men monsters are sexy yeah the the horse had abs i mean i guess okay i guess creepy uh amusement park doll monster wasn't really sexy she was a creepy doll
2: maybe not to you (laughs) (laughs) the
1: dinosaur in the chibi dinosaur
2: (laughs) episode
1: was not sexy
0: did, there was oh um when when Rhett Butler got turned into a cat, although I don't know, yeah well, wait, I'm what so are you talking about there? Argue yeah. on that
1: one <laughs> you've been to conventions. The
0: shoe was sexy.
1: The balloon was sexy. They're always sexy, dude. Yeah, they're always sexy. You, you're, I, I can't believe you're acting like this is a revelation. This was like the all of our conversation for a, a whole season about sexy this, sexy that, sexy this, sexy I that. Mean, I mean,
0: I know that it was like I know, like I know why the the S monsters
1: were it was because Professor Tumble was a creep. <laughs> oh, oh, I got another one. Not sexy. Episode one. Yeah, but that's, that's the discussed. Naoko Takiuchi monster. Right. right so, right, right.
0: Anyway, final thoughts on this episode. Emily, we'll start with you. What, what did you think? Anything else?
2: Normally, I'm a huge fan of the royal escapes their handlers and goes off to explore the common people's world as a trope. But this one was just... I like parts of this episode, but she's just so, like dumb and weird and it doesn't make any sense
1: she's too dumb
2: the monster fight is incredible but like uh, the rest of this episode is mostly very dumb and doesn't make sense in a way that is abnormal for sailor moon which usually does not make any sense
1: (laughs) that's fair
0: sailor moon i think this episode's great i mean like here's the thing this episode is bad like the writing is not good okay uh but it's also super entertaining and has one of if not
1: the best monster fights of all time it was a funny fight it was a funny fight but again on some level it is kind of like are we ever gonna i mean i think the answer is yes are we ever gonna have like a real serious fight with like serious stakes again and i think we will i mean yeah like look it's not as as like good
0: as uh was it clash of the ten warriors Right, right. But it's also, like, highly entertaining as far as Monster of the Week fights go. I guess, I, I guess you say the best Monster of the Week fight, because not as good as, as the end of season one.
1: I mean, no, but there you're. I, I don't know, man. Again, you're forgetting there are some amazing season, se- se- Monster of the Week fights. That's no. where we get Tennis Ball Sailor Moon from. Yeah, yeah. But this I, I one's very it. good. Yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. I
2: think it's just on the whole that the fight scene itself, including, like, just from when the monster is summoned to when they stage her out, like, is just funny the whole time. Uh uh
0: uh Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So I think that's going to do it for this episode. Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me back. Yeah. Uh, Before we get out of here, would you like to tell everyone where they can find you online?
2: Absolutely. Uh, if you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. If you would like to hear more of my voice, you can listen to my podcast, Imagine Me in Utena, which is this, but for Revolutionary Girl Utena and all its related media. Or you can listen to my other podcast, Fresh Podcast Market, where I come up with dumb podcast ideas with my friend Teresa. Huh.
1: That's hilarious. A podcast coming up with podcast ideas. Love it.
2: Yep. it's It's a you- riot.
1: <laughs> Can I put you on the spot for real, real one second? Absolutely. What's the elevator pitch for Utna?
2: Okay. Um, Well, there's sword fighting. Sword fighting is very good. Um, There's characters being really ridiculous for no reason, which is something that we always love in Sailor Moon. (laughs) There's uh, really cool music. And it's even got like, It doesn't have a classic transformation sequence like you think of with like all the music and stuff. But like Utsuna and Anthe both have like a little bit of a transformation sequence that does get uh, more elaborate as the show goes on. And it's just it's so weird and it's so fun, but it's also like very dark, very like it, it is infinitely darker than anything in sailor moon and even sailor moon gets kind of dark sometimes but there's like It, it gets intense but it's just like it starts off very light and very fun but then it gets more and more serious and it's also really hard to understand but like you get out of Utena a lot of times what you bring to the table. And that's one of the things that I like most about it is that there's so much room for interpretation of things happening and like character motivations. It just it's very it's meticulously thought out, but you don't always get to see what that thought process was when you're watching it. Gotcha. I, I highly recommend it. It's it's also got a lot of really good animation in it too, but they also Reuse a lot of animation, very similar to Sailor Moon. <laughs>
1: okay. Cool. Right. Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. You can find Sailor Business at sailorbusiness.com or at Sailor Business on Twitter. You can find our producer jake mason at jj underscore mason he does a ton of podcasts on topics such as uh power rangers and and kingdom hearts and james bond and uh pokemon all sorts of great stuff you should check out what he does how about you chris uh you can find me by going to
0: the-isb.com uh, which has links to everything that i do online including other podcasts that i do and things that i write uh, also i've got some comics in your local comic book store hmm? the paperback of ash army of darkness is out now uh we're doing uh dark hawk for infinity countdown jordan you were the editor on that one yeah go pick it up it's really fun i'm really happy with that one uh and you know of course a bunch of other stuff in me, the old back catalog that you can find out about at my website if you want to email the show hit us up at sailorbusinesspodcast business podcast at gmail.com uh, if you want to tweet at us it's at sailor business and of course, to uh to support the show monetarily uh that's gonna be it for this episode join us next time when we will be watching hang on hang on hang on uh-oh 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 uh uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh jesus christ <laughs> yes what is it hey jord mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hope you're ready to watch some dancing like we have Are you them? ready for the romance of the ages oh
1: my
2: oh i love this episode what's
0: it called chris what what is up y'all it is cookbook time <laughs> that's not what it's called
1: <laughs> yeah destined partners makoto's innocence will be our next episode oh my that's an interesting title well until that time you all should keep your minds on sailor business sailor.